Hey, Steve. Um, first of all, great truck club meeting today. Thank um, you, thank you. You guys really are one of the club associations, I should say, that's really lasted for a long time and really put a lot of effort and energy into it. And um, I think that's what I'd like to talk with you about because it seems like there's some benefit that people get. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I started coming here when I was, oh, in 2007. So you're a baby. Yeah, well, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never not, I've never missed a meeting, let's put it that way, unless there was, I mean, I had to be in, my, in the hospital. These, I've been to every truck club meeting since 2007, except maybe one or two. Wow. These, these guys are fantastic. Um, what are the things that you get the most out of I, I guess two things. One is we normally have people that are interesting to listen to, learn from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And two, I get to surround myself with a lot of people that I respect that are knowledgeable, that I can reach out to when I need them. Mm -hmm. um, just, just basically the camaraderie that we have. And I think pretty much everybody genuinely likes each other. It's not a competition. Like you would expect dealers against dealers. Right. We're all in the same business. We're all working hard to make it uh, work. Well, you know, my memory, when, uh, when Joe first, Joe Hughes, first introduced me to the Northwest Truck Club, um, one of the main things was that being in a, in a dealership, being in the commercial department, was kind of a, a lonely place, right? Because at the, especially back then, it was a misunderstood area. Yeah. It was different organizational structure, compensation, um, and a lot of people just didn't understand what was going on. And so I can understand that it was important for you to have people around you that knew how hard the work was and how what kind of special skills that it took right. to do that. Because let's, let's agree, a commercial salesperson is a true business-to-business salesperson. They do um, what I would call relationship selling as opposed to what happens over on the retail side of the business, right? Exactly. We, you know, we kind of cater to the, to the commercial guys. We know that the owners or their managers or their buyers don't have the time to, to spend there for hours negotiating out right. prices and payments and things like that. It's a business. They want to take a short time and get it done and move on to their next project. So the commercial business has become such an attraction that even the retail buyers are starting to figure it out. So You know, it's funny. Uh, my senior advisor is a guy named Jim Press. He was the CEO of Toyota. In fact, I meant to tell Alan tonight that he said hi. But um, he's predicting that dealerships are going to need in the, in the new world, right, the transition that's happening around us right now are going to need to become more relationship-driven across both sides of the business. Right. And you're right, it's because people want that now. Yeah. People, they need that now. Their lives are busy, they don't have time to, for this negotiation back and forth. Right. Um, you know, and most of the commercial managers respect that and they understand it well. Mm -hmm. 
So bottom line is they're going to make that customer feel really blessed by getting their payments quickly, getting their price quickly, moving the process along, and they get to get in their new vehicle and drive away a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, It's interesting to see, too, that um, with the reduction in on-hand inventory, the, the, the kind of role I see that a sales director or manager has at a dealership for commercial is to educate their customers on how to think ahead a little bit more than maybe they've done. Have you noticed that um, where you are right now? Absolutely. I mean, everybody is getting very educated in the process. But the thing about it is, is that right now with the inventories the way they are, you don't, you just can't walk in and choose something. Right. You know, so now you've got to plan ahead what you want and order a vehicle instead of maybe mm-hmm. walk in on the lot and negotiate a deal. Now we sit down, you order the vehicle, you get exactly what you want, exactly. you wait for it, and uh, when it shows up, they pick up the phone and they call you and you and you come. Customers really appreciate it. They don't necessarily like the wait sometimes. Right but they like the end result. That's right, and to me, when I started, I remember what, the thing that really drove me the most to start Work Truck Solutions was that poor plumber who had to buy whatever was there, right? And now the whole circumstances are kind of pushing people in a direction that's better for everybody. Right, yeah, it's, I I love, you know, first off, above and beyond anything, I love people. I, I love what I do, I love the people, the cars, I don't care so much about anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the customer. Right. And I, I think that we're all starting to make that turn. You know, I've been in the business 43 years and almost 44. Uh, people are the most important thing to our business. Right. It's not the cars. I mean, right. it used to be the cars was the yeah. most important thing. Sell those cars. Well, now it's help those people right. with a car. So let's talk about people for a minute. What are you seeing with regards to new folks coming into commercial departments? Are you, are you seeing much, uh, like at your dealership, do you have any young blood yet? Actually, that's we do. Uh, we uh, we have a young lady running our uh, government sales. Uh-huh. She's uh, probably I think she's around forty. Uh-huh. We have a young man who's uh, both servicing our our service department and building up a uh, a, re- a commercial following. And uh, he's at around 40. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I keep telling him, I said, you guys are the ones, you're going to be replacing me here soon. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, it's, my time's going to be down, gone in probably about three or four years, mm-hmm. maybe less. But you guys are starting your careers and you've got a great, great uh, career to, to get, you know, get there with. It's a great place to be. I Absolutely. Think. Yeah, and I, I think we've been kind of focusing on having younger people because... You know, like we talked earlier, the average age is, you know, a lot older for commercial sales because I guess you got to go through the retail side a lot of times and realize you don't want to do business like that. <laughs> you want a five-day work you, week? Yeah, you for want a regular thing, right? schedule, you want, you know, regular customers, and you build a business. That was the one thing about when I first got into the, uh, the commercial side. You know, my whole thing was, you know, you, it isn't just a job. 
you got to make it a career. And a lot of yeah. salesmen come in, they make it a job, yep. and then as soon as the job doesn't seem like it's worth it or not, they give it up and they go yeah. to a different dealership. Well, myself, I enjoy the building the customer relationship, and then their friends are going to call me. They're going right. to come back and see me. Exactly. All their cousins. And as I used to explain to my salesman a long time, you know, I mean, think about this. I mean, that one customer that you go out and talk to, and mm -hmm. you say, ah, that's a waste of my time, and I, I, they, I don't want to deal with them, or whatever you want to say. Those people buy cars, and they'll buy cars down the road. Right. They've got family and friends who buy cars exactly. now and down the road. And each one of those people have family and friends. Yep. I said, so that one person that you talk to, that one business, that you said they worth yeah. my time. Do you realize how many people you just right. eliminated out of your opportunities? Yep. So I says I used to tell them all the time: make sure you treat everybody with respect and help them the best you can. I says you may not sell those people a car, but because you were nice and you did the job right, yep. they may send their family and friends in to buy from you. Exactly. You may not have had the right car for them. That's right. But uh, their family and friends will come if they like you. Mm -hmm. so. It is really it was interesting to talk, hear Alan Mulally tonight talk about service mm -hmm. because that truly is um, what we do. the value add. That's right. You know? it's, what, it's what we do to, uh, to take good care of our customers and service them. I, I tell every, almost every one of my customers, every one of them, I'm like the waiter at the restaurant. You mm -hmm. tell me what you want, and I get the cooks to cook it. <laughs> so I, that's the way I that's the way I look at it. I'm just the just their just their waiter. What's the most interesting business that you've ever sold an upfit to? What it, I'm curious because I you know oh, me, wow. I love those things. Yeah, there's the upfits and stuff. They're they're incredible. Um, there's people I have, I've sold vehicles to in Alaska. Mm -hmm. They take a regular truck and they turn them into snow plows up there. You know, I mean, I, I mean, and especially in Juneau, Alaska, they don't even have a Ford dealer there, and ah. they have these people are buying Ford pickups to push snow around. That's yeah, right. Yeah. It, it's it's so exciting, all the different um, use cases and yeah. kinds of customers. There's applications for all these things. You don't even have a clue how many applications there are. Well, Steve, I, like I said, I just I know that being the president of a truck club is is, a, is work, but it sounds to me like um, for you it's paying back for what you've gotten out of the truck club, and I just am very impressed with uh, what you guys put together tonight and yeah. your longevity and... It's so funny, you know, I, I started as just a member what just coming to the truck clubs and I enjoyed it so much and next thing I know, uh, one of my friends from the truck club called and said, hey Steve, I told him you're going to be a good board member. And I says, what? He goes, you're going to be a board member. I says, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so I became a board member and I this is fun, this is great. Yeah. So then they told me, they says, I, Steve, we're gonna. The president's retiring, so we're gonna move some people around. Now you're gonna be a secretary, huh? <laughs> a secretary. And the next thing I know, I got moved to El Vice Presidente. Uh -huh. And then my uh, friend Don Beasley retired. He says, Steve, you're the president now. <laughs> so it's it's fun, you know. But it's what I can do to help. Yep. It's what they need right now, yep. and uh, I told them they can always impeach me. <laughs> it's okay. 
Well, thanks, Steve, for spending some time answering my questions. And Not a problem. Really appreciate everything that you do. Well, you're awesome. Thank you so much. And, uh,